today we are going to discuss about the consideration of time, place and circumstances in Vaishnav Sadachar. The Vedic culture is timeless and our parampara goes all the way back to the time of creation when Brahma received these instructions from Sri Krishna himself. But we have the challenge to apply that age-old culture to the modern context. So while applying this Vedic principles of culture and etiquette, Srila Prabhupada was very emphatic that people's sentiments should not be hurt. Rather, it should be given in compliance to their feelings and custom and culture according to the time, place and circumstances. In that respect, Srila Prabhupada wrote a letter to Tamal Krishna Maharaj in October 1969 and he wrote, I have seen the agenda of your president's meeting. This is nice. One thing should be followed, however, as your countrymen are more or less independent spirited and lovers of democracy. So everything should be done very carefully so that their sentiments may not be hurt. According to Sanskrit moral principles, everything has to be acted, taking consideration of the place, audience and time. As far as possible, the centers should act freely but conjointly. They must look forward to the common development. That should be the principle. So we can see that while applying Krishna consciousness to the Western countries, Srila Prabhupada considered the mentality of the people there. And he was promoting, he was presenting, he was propagating Krishna consciousness in those countries through the Western devotees. Therefore, Srila Prabhupada was very particular that, that it should be given according to their nature. Like since in West people are more independent-minded, people are fond of democracy, then the application of Krishna consciousness should also be done in a democratic way. Whereas on, in the, on the other hand, in the Vedic context when you see that, then we see that the application is rather autocratic. Although in ISKCON, Srila Prabhupada was the head of the institution, but Srila Prabhupada wanted to apply this mood of democracy in establishing uh, our movement. Like Prabhupada said that uh, the devotees are independent-minded. So do things in a democratic way. Don't lose the essence, but uh, do it in such a way that everyone will feel, uh, feel comfortable. Like he wanted to stick to the principle without deviation, but it's for its application, uh, Srila Prabhupada was prepared to make compromises that would make it compatible to the nature or the time, place and circumstances. In that respect, I remember some instances, some examples, like once Harikesh Swami uh, told me that when he was sent to Russia by Srila Prabhupada to preach, he was alone, he was sent there and uh, he couldn't stay there for very long. He came back 
And Prabhupada asked him, why did you come back? So he said, Prabhupada, there is no association there. Prabhupada said, association or no association, go and preach there. Then uh, he said, Prabhupada, uh, there is, I don't speak the language. Prabhupada said, do you, whether you speak the language or not, just try to induce Krishna consciousness to the people there. Then he said, Prabhupada, there is nothing to eat. Like all you get is meat there to eat. Then Prabhupada said, then eat meat and spread Krishna consciousness. <laughs> so this was how broad uh, Srila Prabhupada's uh, vision was. Uh, of course, Prabhupada did not uh, want his disciples to eat meat, but Prabhupada made that point that irrespective of the local situation, just try to preach and spread Krishna consciousness. The packaging the message differently while maintaining the spirit of Parampara. So regarding that, Srila Prabhupada wrote a letter to Shivananda Prabhu on 23rd January 1969. It is important that we preach the message of Krishna Consciousness exactly as we have heard it from our spiritual master. But there are changes due to time, circumstances and the trainees. The spirit of discipline succession may not be changed, but there may be adjustment to suit the special circumstances. So here again we see that Prabhupada is very emphatic about that the teachings should not be altered. They should be as it is, but it should be presented in such a way that uh, it becomes conducive to the, to the trainees or the recipients. Srila Prabhupada wrote a letter to Rupanuga Prabhu on August 8, 1969. He wrote, the students are taught by the spiritual master or the teacher and the students themselves go from door to door for begging alms. And because everyone's son is in the ashram, nobody declines to give alms. So there is no financial difficulty at all. But I do not know what to do in your country. There are so many laws. We have to adjust things according to the circumstances. So, uh, in the Vedic culture in India, going, begging, going from door to door begging is no problem. Uh, it is a part of the culture. But in the West, Prabhupada considered that it may become, uh, uh, not, it may become objected or it may, it may not be accepted because the laws there are different. And another letter to Upendra Prabhu, Prabhupada wrote, uh, We must stick to our Krishna consciousness because in all circumstances this determination will make us successful. Although according to the Vedic system, there is restrictions that boys and girls should not freely mix. The brahmacharis are strictly prohibited to talk with young women. But in the western countries, this rule is not valid. As such, we have to accept both boys and girls in the same standard. But if each of us follow the regulative principles and chanting of the mantras 
hardly there be any chance of sex indulgence. So we have to be little careful about it and Krishna will help us. So continuing, uh, the same point Prabhupada is written another letter to Rupanuga Prabhu in November 4th, 1970. Regarding marriage, generally the man should be older than the woman. We have not had good experiences with marriages when the woman is older. But everything must be done with reference to time, place and circumstances. In your country such marriages is not uncommon. So if you think the match is good, then you may marry them. Another letter to Karandhar Prabhu in November 13, 1970, Prabhupada is writing, the new procedures you are instituting on Sankirtan party are very encouraging to me. The opportunities of expanding the Sankirtan movement are unlimited. We should tax our brains as to what is the best way to present Krishna consciousness to particular people at a particular time and place. I have always thought that in Los Angeles there should be at least 10 Sankirtan parties going out simultaneously and as you have indicated such places as Long Beach and other areas can each have their own Krishna Conscious Center. In another letter to Karandar, Srila Prabhupada wrote, I have received your letter of 24 January 1973 concerning polygamy and feel that this policy must be strictly prohibited within our society. If it is not, it shall only cause chaos. As what was possible under the system of pure Vedic culture is impossible at the present time. So we can see that uh, Srila Prabhupada made changes when it was necessary and when it was conducive to promote Krishna consciousness. But whenever there was a possibility of some sort of detriment, then Prabhupada said, no, it should not be done. Like in Vedic culture, free mixing between boys and girls is not at all allowed. But when Prabhupada saw that in the West, boys and girls are mixing freely and practically uh, striding along side by side, Prabhupada felt that it will be impractical to segregate them. Therefore, he said, okay, uh, but follow the four regulative principles and chant Hare Krishna. So if they do that, then men and women, although they are mixing, there won't be any illicit relationship. However, when the consideration was whether a man can have more than one wife. Uh, in Vedic culture it is allowed, special the Kshatriyas and Brahmanas also could have more than one wives. But Prabhupada saw that in the Western country the culture is different. The law does not allow polygamy there. Therefore Prabhupada said no, it should not be allowed in Krishna consciousness. Capable management means improvising without compromising. And in that respect, Srila Prabhupada uh, wrote to Jogeshwar Prabhu, So, we have to adjust things. Everything is important. Not that we have to do something at the expense of something else. I cannot say from here what is to be given preference. That depends on your management capacity. 
So Prabhupada didn't want to dictate the disciples all the time. He gave them the freedom to decide what they want. He wanted them to use their intelligence and use their experiences in how it should be applied. But uh, they should also consider that something should not be accepted at the cost of something else. Like all the important, important factors should remain. Uh, and they have to make the adjustments, although there may be some sort of difficulties and even contradictions. And that point became very clear in another letter that Srila Prabhupada wrote to Badrinarayan Maharaj. Regarding your proposal to accommodate more indoor engagements for Sankirtan and thus to avoid the severe cold of winter time is a nice proposal. And I'm encouraged to hear that you're always thinking of how to improve this program of your St. Louis Temple. We should always be thinking of how to spread this Krishankirtan movement by applying our basic principles according to time and place. And I especially want that my students enter into the schools and colleges and present our Krishna consciousness philosophy and sell our books. So here we can see that uh, it's impossible to go out, especially when it's so cold in winter, snowing. Uh, it's difficult to distribute books at that time, uh, which was our main activity those days. And when Badrinarayan Maharaj suggested that the devotees do the Sankirtan from inside, meaning uh, like not so much standing on the open roads and distribute the books but find situations where they can go inside and distribute books. Prabhupada suggested, yeah, that's a good idea. And what can be done is let the boys and girls go to schools and colleges or other uh, uh, covered areas and where it is not that cold, uh, distribute books there. Purity and not the packaging is our core preaching strategy. In that respect, Prabhupada wrote to Yogeshwar Prabhu, Please accept my blessings. I beg to acknowledge your letter of 17 December 1971, along with copies of your advertising work, slides and Dutch BTG. I am very pleased to see that the foreign literature is being produced nicely under your enthusiastic supervision. Just try to increase more and more our output of such books and magazines in many languages. I don't think there is a need to divert your attention by producing advertising. I have seen your advertisements as shown to me by Sham Sundar and I think you have made the things less important. This kind of ad is not good. It is not grave. Our process is to show Krishna consciousness as it is, not as others want to see it. By showing Krishna consciousness in this way, you are making the things less important. It is not that we should change to accommodate the public, but that we should change the public to accommodate us. Uh, so here you can see again uh, how Srila Prabhupada was emphatic about the essence of our purpose, 
the knee the the principle is the main consideration the teachings of uh, krishna consciousness is the main consideration now and we should not uh, in order to promote it we should not water it down and we should not make it frivolous or uh, make it cheap uh, like prabhupada is saying we should not compromise our principle in order to uh, make it accepted by people rather we should change people to accept it sometimes there is a tendency to water down our principles to uh, make it uh, acceptable but shri prabhupada is very careful about that prabhupada was very uh, strict about that no no compromise on our principles prabhupada even said that instead of four regulative principles if i had three regulative principles i would have had thousands of more people to join our movement but prabhupada said no i can't make any compromise because this is the standard dharma stands on four legs so if we are practicing dharma dharmic principles then we have to uh, follow this four regulative principles otherwise our purpose may get lost <laughs>